tuned in to the Bellingham Podcast for the week of March 18, 2018, episode 72. From the city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And packed with 100% of vitamin C, the C stands for communicative. My name is Chris Powell. On this episode, Grace Guy is going to clear up, put on a happy face. Update your website and gear up, put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy, it's not your style. The Bellingham podcast is so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Let's get this, let's get this thing started. This is the Bellingham podcast. Okay, there's a reference in there, Chris. What is it? Grace guys are going to clear up, put on a happy face. Isn't that what we're all about on this freaking podcast? I guess so. How you doing, Chris? <laughs> I'm so glad we are recording on the stick and it is sunny out at this stage in time. Yes. How are you, AJ? Yeah. As, as we record, though, uh, next Friday, the forecast says snow. <laughs> Yeah, well, that changes hourly. By the, the second, I, and by the tweet. I got I to gotta go back to our previous uh, episode 71. I was listening to it, you know, because actually, uh, in case you don't know, folks, AJ and I actually listened to what we create. Really? <laughs> yes. And uh, I just found that to be a fun show. It was. As we are, you know, like I said, in, in the episode, tongue firmly, firmly in planted in cheek. cheek. Uh, just to kind of take a little snarky look at uh, some things around. But today, this episode, 72, Eight times nine, uh, we six times twelve. We are going to talk about twenty-four times three. Uh, we're going to talk Show about off. <laughs> uh, some spring cleaning we've done in advance. Now that we've sprung forward with the time change, Woo. Uh, like a room with twenty-year-old uh, wallpaper, we wallpapered one of our homes, and in this case, it's an online website. What 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 was your website? My website was mine, chrispowell.co. <gasps> and I uh, you know, I made some attempts to try and uh streamline a a freelance site and a personal site into one because my life is technology. And what else am I going to talk about the, on my you website? You want to see my shock face again? Yeah, there's your shock face. I see it. So, um I uh have been using WordPress for quite some time, got my chops uh Fairly well in tune, and uh, I decided that in 2018, or at least in this part, I've, I've wanted to kind of update things, put on a fresh coat, if you will. Uh, I went with Squarespace, mm-hmm. uh, that other website uh, creation uh, company, and uh, got to say, I'm pretty happy with with the results. Uh, it's it's really drag and drop, and type in a couple words, and oh, don't it look pretty? Uh, great. Keanu for- Reeves even thinks so. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there's a great, uh, great theme and just adding some uh, content. And oh, it's really nice to be able to take that website and automatically publish to Apple News. How's that going? Uh, You know, I'm trying to emulate one of the websites out there that gets millions of uh, followers. Uh, It's called daringfireball.net. And it's kind of like, here's an article, here's some commentary on it, and here's a link to the article. Um, I will be coming up with long-form essays uh, in the near future, but at this point, I'm just enjoying having a little bit of a, a, little bit of a shinier, uh, stylish-looking mobile tablet desktop, uh, easy-to-switch version of a website. So uh, chrispowell.co if you're interested in checking it out, and uh, I'm using Squarespace for the time being. Ooh. So before you were on Squarespace, what were you using? Uh, WordPress. Hey, that's what I'm using. Oh, really? Tell me about your experience. <laughs> well, what were you using before WordPress? Uh, before WordPress, I was doing something completely off the books that I'm not even going to go there. It was it. 
hodgepodge of things. Yes. But uh, bailing wire and duct tape. Bailing wire and technical duct tape. But uh, no, so I uh, I migrated my site to WordPress and uh, hosting it on a on a virtual server and stuff. And what I find interesting about WordPress is I I used WordPress early on in its inception. And if you are like me and you're like, oh, yeah, I use WordPress really complicated. It is so not that anymore. Um, you still have to know a little bit of, of tricks up your sleeve. But, you know, even if you go with the WordPress.com account and you just do their basic like four dollars a month service. I mean, it's pretty compelling because it's half the price of what you're probably paying with Squarespace. Yep, that was an investment. But, you know, the it's got uh, the you got themes that are finally mobile responsive. That wasn't even a thing when I was using WordPress. Mobile what? But what also what's really nice that I like about it is for somebody like me who's doing a lot of photography and predominantly photography, there's a lot more features for us. Like for instance, whenever I take a photo, my camera records this data on each photo called EXIF data. And what it does is it'll read like GPS location if I have GPS on, or, and it'll talk about like um, what my lens was doing, what my body was doing, and you can look it up. And it's kind of, an, uh, kind of like a recipe type of thing. You can look at one of my shots and it's not, some photographers kind of hide that. They're just like, oh, you can't know what settings I was, I don't care, I want you to see it. Like if you see, that's kind of my shtick. Um, I want people to look at something and go, wow, how did he do that? And now you can on my website, ajbarsay.com. If you go to uh, either, I've got three galleries right now, which is love, travel, and portraits, the three things that I I usually do freelance for. And when you click on any of those photos, most of them, I'm still still working on it. It's it's a work in progress. Aren't we all? (laughs) uh, I mean, I have been, this whole project started in January and I just now launched it this last week. Hey, uh, by the way, take note, boys and girls, if you want to do something with your website, don't think that you can do it in a a four hour, in a weekend. No, (laughs) this is a, this is a bit of a project. You got two professional techs. Yeah. Uh, AJ's took a couple months. Yeah. Well, mine took a couple weeks. Yeah. Well, because largely because I wanted to kind of start from scratch. I, I did some, what's called A-B testing. I had two different sites and then had people actually had real life people take a look at it navigate it give me feedback mm-hmm. scrapped a lot of things but anyway if you go to any of the galleries um on my my site you'll see that uh it'll go into this cute little carousel you know where it's all black and has arrows and stuff if you scroll down you'll see a little description of the photo and then to the right you see this little gray box and it says what aperture what shutter speed etc that was used to take the shot. I would say that it sounds like you have a nice guided tour of the Barsay Gallery. Pretty much. The impetus of this is uh, for the last two years, I've been uh, a Patreon creator and I've had patrons support me and thank you patrons uh, for the, the, the months of, of just supporting me and trying to get what I wanted to happen, happen. Can I go a little old school for a second? Yeah, yeah. He's a good boy. Oh, support wow. him on patreon.com forward slash AJ Barsay. Wow. That's been a while. There so anyway, go. so one of the things that I, I started my my Patreon campaign about is I didn't want to be, uh, and I'm not throwing any other creators under the bus, but I didn't want to be one of those creators that's like, hey, support me. I want to buy more gear and I want to get stuff. And my campaign was kind of the opposite of that. I, I wanted it to just to be a way for people that either A, in the past, who really like my work and they wanted an avenue to support me, great. Or if I was working on something that they like that month, they can support me for that month because they liked whatever series I was working on. Uh, I really focused it around the photography, the, 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 the tagline, every moment has a story, the project I've been running for years. The, in the back of my mind, when I started the Patreon stuff, I wanted to get one, a community built, two, I wanted to get feedback, and three, 
it was going to be uh, the w avenue to which I would relaunch a website where it's about my photography and specifically stories and traveling and also kind of reining back the other avenues that I would put my stuff on, like, I don't know, social media. Yes, that was a dig. So you'll see a lot of the times on Facebook, whenever I post something, um, it's a link and it usually goes back to either Patreon or now my new uh, revved website, uh, including a story called Duck Down and Delta, which we'll get to in a little bit. But, um, but no, it, what, I, what I really wanted to focus on is one, thank you all of the patrons who supported me all these months. Um, this website's for you and for anybody else uh, that wants to take a look at what I'm doing and how I do things. And then also, I just wanted this to be a way to really showcase that tagline. Every moment has a story. It, I don't write long form. We're talking less than 500 words. They're quick reads. But, you know, it showcases travel or whatever whatever fits within my, my eye. How many of you out there keep the business cards that you are handed to uh, that are you handed by someone uh, that you meet a business uh, contact or a potential uh, a, a person you're going to solicit business from those business cards really get put into a drawer or something like that. AJ Barsay, I submit to you that this website redesign is your digital calling card for many people since it has such a easy to remember uh, .com as opposed to mine, which is don't add the M because if you do, you'll get a different uh, website. And we're not going to talk about that now because this is a happy show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and some guy took my dot com. But anyway, this is your digital calling card and it's a portfolio and you encompass so much as far as the elements of who you are as a photographer and what you do. Just by simply scrolling down, you've got, you don't have to dig too much yeah. to, to get all the information or to get a snapshot, no pun intended, of huh. where you are at as a professional and as a person too. Thank you. So yeah, that, that's kind of what I've been working on, but uh but anyway, yeah, so ajbarsay.com or chrispal.co. If you've listened to this bit and you're just like, what are you guys on about? Um, you can take a look. And what's funny is, is that when you look at Chris's site or my site, now that you know kind of the background, like, oh, mine's a WordPress site. Chris's is a Squarespace site. Really, it doesn't matter what the platform is. It's a matter of what content you're trying to get out. You know, what do you want the internet to say about you? Who do you want to, to, to read or see it? Because if there is an investment, Chris is spending at least $8 a month. I think I'm spending about 3 or $4 a month. Content hosting isn't free. And it, again, it, it, see our previous rants on the show, like, you know, Facebook and all of these other social media networks, you don't they're free, but they're using your data. You know, you are the product. This way, what you're making is your own. And what I would say about our websites, we're setting an example. Uh, should you be interested in owning your content or putting your content out there? Hey, college students that are looking for a job, here's a great way to be able to have your online portfolio or your online resume available to these uh, human resources uh, job hirers uh, who are going to be Googling you. Yeah. If you are really interested in a job, don't have your uh, Facebook, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, a Twitter thing. You said it, not me. Uh, don't have that as your primary source of what you are putting out there for your content. Now, also one thing you want to keep in mind, should you out there and all uh, all of the folks, the, the, the thousands and millions that are listening to this podcast. Hi, Sri Lanka. <laughs> we, AJ and I, have differing personalities. Yeah. Shocking as it might be, it is the case. Gagzooks! AJ is one to be able to uh, really communicate in pictures. Duh. 
I am someone that is really stripped back and I write and I tell a story and I have my writing style and I use uh, sparse amounts of pictures, but the ones I use, I'm, I mean it. Yeah. And so you get a very stripped down uh, writing heavy in some aspects, a uh, site for myself and a very uh, picture heavy site for AJ. And depending on what, uh, where you are in the spectrum of how you want to tell a story, Squarespace allows you to do both. WordPress allows you to do both. And I wanted to at least go first, like we always do, and say, you know what? Kiana was doing great uh, standing up on a motorcycle on that Super Bowl commercial <laughs> and creating a, a website in front of a campfire, puke. And so I wanted to at least say, okay, here's what it's like to do this in real life. And so there are uh, some options out there. There are other websites that you yeah, can get Wix, a, Weebly, a yeah. freemium uh, yeah. style uh, website. Or if you go with the free versions in some aspects, you're going to get what you pay for. Right. And here's an instance where we're letting, uh, putting our money where our mouth is and actually going down with paying for it because the end product is pretty darn skookum if you ask me. I think so, too. And know what else is skookum? What's that? You might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. So uh, moving on from that. Uh, hey, oh, Chris- wait, wait, wait. Before we get going, before we move on, did we talk about Duck Down to Delta? Uh, well, that's where I was going with this. Really? Yes. See, this shows you how much I'm paying attention to the show notes today. <laughs> Tell me about Duck Down to Delta, AJ. So, so to launch my my newly revisited or re, reformed site, uh, I took a trip up north because uh, we had that one beautiful day as we sprung forward and uh, winter maybe have sprung backwards. We don't know. Maybe. Perhaps. Perhaps. So anyway, I had a great, gorgeous day and uh, loaded up the family in, into the, the car and headed north on the I-5 and uh, said hello, or hello A, at the border, and uh, went to Delta, which is uh, a little bit uh, south and, I gotta get my cardinal directions here, south and east of Vancouver. It's about two hours from Bellingham with the, the border weight. And uh, while, while up there, I was going to a little island, and I mean little, it's not San Juan Island big. We're talking maybe half the size of Susha Island here. Uh, but I went to this island called West Ham, so I went from Beeham to West Ham. Oh, I like the hook on I that have, one. I have been waiting all week to say that. <laughs> so I went from Beeham to West Ham. And uh, uh, while we were there, there's a really cool wildlife uh, area up on the island. But to get to the island, it's really interesting. Because if you Google the route from Bellingham to West Ham, it's funny because they say you have to take a ferry to get to the island, which is wrong. There's actually a 100-year-old bridge. And we're talking... Uh, it is a wooden deck bridge, one lane, and as you drive over it, I have a video of it on my my blog. Uh, it like it, it makes this noise where you're just like, oh man, it's old. So anyway, when you get across this 100 year old bridge, you start heading toward the north side of the island, and you're gonna go into the uh, Alaskan. No, it is not Alaskan. Alaskan National Wildlife Area. Now, uh, in that area, there is a huge, and I mean huge 850 acre wetland that is managed by the rifle like r and then eiffel as an eiffel tower rifle migratory bird sanctuary and what's cool is if you have uh, if you have a good day and you've got passports and you have a, uh, a family and you want a ch- uh, an affordable adventure that is very family friendly 
take take this trip. So when you go to the Rifle Bird Sanctuary, it is a whopping $5 Canadian per adult and $3 Canadian for seniors and children uh, over two. Under two is free. And what's cool is, is that this sanctuary has some 300 different species of waterfowl and songbirds. 300. Yes, at, at peak during the migratory season. That's even more types of a species of duck than Boundary Bay has types of beer. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, so well, no, because so it's interesting because uh, I'm not an ornithologist, nor do I play one on podcasts, but I learned a lot about birds. So what's cool is that uh, this area, any bird that kind of does the, the Pacific Coast uh, migratory passage basically like hops over here for a while. Uh, at this little bird, little this huge bird refuge, and what's cool is, if, especially if you love ducks or if your kiddo loves ducks, a dollar a bag for bird seed, and there are hordes, and I mean hordes of ducks. You have not seen this many happy ducks in your life, unless it's a horror movie from Alfred Hitchcock or something. Unless like that. it's the birds, yes. yes. But no, like uh, you can feed ducks, you can feed songbirds. I had a black, uh, a red wing black uh, bird land on my hand and start eating bird seed out of my hand. I had a little finchy bird, you know those black and uh, gray and brown birds that we have that kind of uh, cheap. Um, when, when, when you're in your backyard barbecuing, yeah, had one of those and they're really skittish, but nailed it. Had one fly into my hand and started taking sunflower seeds out of my hand. It is super stupid fun. You walk around, you can stroll. It's not like you're going to be hiking. So it's pretty flat. Uh, there's an observation tower. So if you have some binoculars, if you're not a photographer, totally cool. Bring some binoculars or a cool spotting scope and you can kind of scope out the songbirds that kind of hide out in the reeds and stuff. Really fun, uh, super family friendly. And honestly, you know, if you've got two adults, uh, two adults and, and a kid, you're looking at basically $15 Canadian because, you know, you got the admission for the adults, the admission for the kid, and you're going to have at least two bags of, of seed. But check out the, uh, the Rifle Migratory Bird uh, Sanctuary. It is skookum. And then, like I said, it's about a two-hour uh, road trip. So what was your favorite bird that you encountered? Oh, I love ducks. Uh, I'm sorry. What... <laughs> So what was your favorite type of duck that you encountered in this uh, excursion? Uh, I, I, I like mallards. I mean, I, I grew up and actually had mallards when I was growing up. Um, but uh, they even have wood ducks, which are kind of rare to see on this side. Usually you see them more um, on the East Coast or Midwest. But, uh, you know, wood ducks and, and mallards and teals. And I didn't see any loons, which I find funny because, you know, loon, loony, the Canadian dollar. Anyway, but they probably do. It just, um, again, uh, uh, mileage will vary uh, as to how many species will be in the sanctuary, depending on the migratory passage. So fall and spring, I believe, is their two big times that you'll see the most variety of birds. There's this one, I've got a gif of this one bird. It's a water bird where he, he's, he's kind of small and he's got like this really fluffy head. But what's funny is I call him the, the, I don't know what species it is. And if you're an ornithologist, I apologize, but I call it the punk rock duck because his his comb is like all slicked back and then when he gets startled it like goes up in a mohawk it's really cool very interesting so anyway right. uh check check it out and if you want more information or specific uh information um if you go to my my newly website ajbarsay.com look for the article known as duck down to delta 
So that was my uh, trip for the birds, Chris. Uh, do you have any? Do you have anything coming up? What traveling trips you got? You know, uh, I happen to uh, check out the site on the web called Groupon.com. It's a popular site. I've never done a Groupon. You know, it's it's. It, don't be afraid. Okay. Don't fear the reaper. Uh, it's 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 a great <laughs> site. It's it pretty much they have deals out there, and you sign up, and if enough people sign up for the deal, then you know. Uh, but there's one that I key in on uh, every now and then, and it is involving GameWorks in Seattle, a three-story monstrosity of video games and, oh, lots of stuff. Everything with bright and shiny lights. Pretty much. And so uh, my daughter and I have gone down to GameWorks and have enjoyed uh, our experience there. We like shooting zombies. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Come again? And the Papa Shot stuff. Well, you know, the zombie shoot 'em up game, video games with the, the, the video games. Nice. Anyway, so Groupon had uh, a deal where it was $20 all day. And uh, and all these uh, games do cost money. Oh, yeah, But yeah, if yeah. you get the card, they hand you a, you know, they you get the Groupon, uh, they get you a card, and you just swipe it, and that'll give you a free play game. So we, ha- we can game our brains out uh, and uh, just have a really good time and head down to Seattle. Uh, we're heading down this weekend to... Uh, game and have fun. And then across the street from GameWorks is this wonderful, cool conveyor belt sushi place. Oh, really? Which is wonderful because, you know, we sit down, we give thanks, and then boom, sushi. (laughs) No way. In that order. In that order. Sit down, give thanks, boom, sushi. (laughs) So anyway, it's a a daddy-daughter kind of trip down to Seattle and uh, definitely cool like that. But uh, anyway. uh, That's cool. Got to get out of town every now and then. You went north, I went south. Dig it. What part of Seattle is uh, GameWorks in that sushi place at? In that, uh, I I don't know, First Avenue, downtown, by the convention center, somewhere in there. If you Google GameWorks Seattle, you probably find it. But yeah, it's like a three-story, oh my, uh, and they have a, a restaurant there and such as a destination kind of uh, yeah. thing. But we got that going on. Uh, anything coming up now, uh, what, you know, stateside uh, for what you have planned with the family? Uh, not really. I mean, stateside, uh, probably here locally. As the things get, uh, as the temperature gets warmer, we might hit Patton um, and kind of walk and, and, and stroll type of thing. But uh, yeah, stay tuned. I mean, as, as things come up... Um, You'll see them on my new site. You know, speaking of uh, game works and games and such, I just saw a big sign down on railroad for the ruckus room that is uh, evidently open right now. Uh, we might have to check that out, Pinball Wizard, yes. and uh, check things out and maybe actually do a field report in some cases. Uh, that will be loud. So I've done the ruckus room. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I am a Pinball Wizard. Uh-huh. Uh, them and uh, Reset Games Arcade Edition, uh, they're both the goods. But no, uh, every year... Uh, there's a international pinball tournament, and uh, two years ago I was in that tournament, and it was in the ruckus room. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, no, they got some great tables. Um, if you're if you're into pinball, uh, check out the, the the ruckus room, or if you're in the north side of Bellingham, uh, I love Arcade Edition by by Reset Games. Uh, they got some really cool tables, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. They I think right now they have two of the Star Wars tables, one from the the past and one that's current. And, uh, yeah, I love hitting the arcade. $5 goes a long ways in pinball. 
So let's let's uh, let's segue a little bit to a little bit that I've called helpful hacks. Helpful hacks, do I we, like it. I'll do, come up with a. Oh, do you have a theme for do, it? Do we have a jingle? Not yet. Next week. Oh man. Yeah, that's okay. all right. So helpful hacks. So uh, in redoing my uh, my website and kind of pulling back on social media and stuff, uh, recently I I kind of came across a situation where um, if you're promoting your stuff. Uh, like a website, and you're on your mobile device, uh, and it's, I'm, I'm going to be talking about the Apple Camp because on the Android Camp, there's a lot more uh, other options for what I'm going to be talking about. But in Apple Land, it's really hard to get um, like a video of your screen as you're interacting with something, and especially when I was doing kind of testing of my website and stuff, I was trying to capture the flow of how people would use it on a mobile device. Well, we've always been able to do the the home and the power button to do screenshot if you're on the iPhone X. I can't remember how you're supposed to do it on the new one. But uh, but anyway, uh, as of the, the most recent iOS, what are we on? 11? Crank it up to 11? 11.2.6, I believe. Thank you, Chris. You're more in the know than me. Uh, anyway, there is a secret. Uh, I'm going to call it a secret because I, I, I didn't know about it. There is a secret uh, app that allows you to screen record, record as in video, Everything that goes on on your mobile device, except for your lock, uh, your lock screen. So if you lock your phone and somebody, you know, somebody wants to get your password, it will not record that. But it does record everything, uh, everything else. While you can be in an app, you could be uh, on your website and trying to record as people scroll through and how do they cl- uh, click and, and navigate your website to get to it. It's really actually. Uh, simple but kind of hidden. So if you've got your iOS uh, device, and um, I believe this also works on the iPad as well, uh, if you go to settings and you go to control center, which is that thing that when you swipe uh, up from the bottom, that's the thing that has like your flashlight and calculator and uh, other stuff. Um, You'll get to control center and then uh, if you look at the bottom of it, there's another icon that says customize controls and that's the thing that you want to tap once you're there you can add things like screen recording it looks like a a circle with another circle in it like the uh, big red recording button and once you have that in your uh, when you select that it will add another row to your dock that is your notification center uh, your uh, control center or if you're like me and you never use the camera button on that thing or you don't use the uh, uh, calculator on that thing you can remove stuff from that so you can minimize that 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 center I'm all about minimal <laughs> I knew you would like that part but uh, no the two helpful hacks that I put on my 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 center is uh, the recording uh, function because I've been doing a lot of testing for website stuff and also the uh, do not disturb while driving because something that I've I've discovered is, uh, and I, like we've said in the past, like when you're behind the wheel, you should be focused behind the wheel. One of the things that distracts me is when I have uh, something playing, like or I have navigation on my my device, and I'm driving, and I need to check on something or, or swipe to find out wh- the next direction, and what pops up on iOS. Do you want to end do not disturb while driving mode? Well, once you do that and you're still driving, it never prompts you to go back into do not disturb mode. Well, you can actually put a button onto your uh, your panel so that you can re-enable it. Hmm. So you can go into do not disturb mode and come out of do not disturb mode. And what's also nice about that is if you're also uh, uh, like busy and you want that automatic text to show up, you can enable it and you're not even driving. That is a helpful hack. Yeah, I thought so. So I got a couple helpful hacks. Go for it. At least one. Uh, this one's for all you Windows users out there. 
uh, if you use Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10, uh, holla. But I, and if you're working on your monitor with a whole lot of uh, screens and windows and such that are all jumbled about and you wanna get them organized, here is a helpful keyboard tip. Down by the space bar, you should see a Windows logo, which is actually four squares uh, that would emulate the Windows, Microsoft Windows logo. If you click on a particular uh, screen, let's just say it's your web browser, and you wanna have uh, your web browser side by side with your Microsoft Word document, for example. Click on your web browser so that it comes into the main focus and then hold down the Windows key and hit the left arrow key on your keyboard. What will happen there is your web browser shall take up the exact 50% of your uh, screen on the left side. When you click on Microsoft Word you, uh, and then click Windows key right arrow, that Word screen will resize to 50% on the right. Therefore, you can get two windows side by side. This is a helpful hack tip from your friends at the Bellingham Podcast. <laughs> that is a cool trick. I did not know that on Windows. I, I got to tell you, though, I, I share this tip as I'm with my clients or with anyone who is actually you know conscientious enough to listen to me. And when I see a ton of windows, I go, hey, have you, or if I'm working on the computer forum and I do that really quickly, they go, wait a minute, what did you just do? And I share that tip with them and like, it's like I'm showing them fire for the yeah. first time. It's a beautiful thing. Well, and unfortunately that won't work for Mac users. Sorry, Mac users. Nope, but there is an app available for that uh, in the app store. If you look for an app called Magnet, it's a very popular app. It may be part, like one of the top 10 of the uh, paid apps. Magnet allows you to drag a window to a certain corner or side or top of the screen and you'll see a little bit of a white outline let go and it'll take up that uh, resizing. It's really helpful for getting all of your windows organized if you're like monitoring stocks and you have a notepad and other things like that. Just keep got to keep them organized. Yep. Well, you can on I, I should rephrase on on the Mac. You can do the the snap to left, snap to right, but we don't have a key command. You have right. to be in full screen mode, which is on the Mac. If you have an app and you have the the big green button and then if you wanted to bring another app into view, you can snap it to the left or to the right. We'll have a link in the show notes on how to do it, but it's not as easy as what you just said with the, the whole key command bit. There you go. So that wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on anywhere else, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know where we're at. Be sure if you're in the Bellingham area to tune in to us uh, twice a week on Camry 102.3 FM. Low power. Community radio here in the heart of the city by the Salish Sea. And on that note... Thank you again so much for listening to me and Chris. I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. I love hacks. I got to come up with a theme for that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Done.